Let me compare now presence with charisma because that may again strengthen your understanding of this difficult subject. Now, when I use the word charisma, uh, I use it in a particular way because many writers count presence as a subset of charisma. So I'm not going to argue with it. I'm simply going to say that's not how I see it. I see charisma as a combination of outer charm, power, and persuasiveness. Okay? So a leader with, um, uh, with presence may or may not obviously demonstrate outer charm, power, and persuasiveness. And they might. Ditto with a coach. And a leader with charisma, big point, may or may not demonstrate presence. You see, I said earlier on that I see presence as an inner psychospiritual core with an outer reflection. Well, I see charisma as an outer image lacking a core. So that's how I differentiate between the two. So don't get me wrong, charismatic people do have a magnetic something that amplifies their effect on other people. At least in certain circumstances, and at least for a while. But what I am saying is uh, that core is not necessarily there. They're not the same thing. So let me break out charisma a bit. A person can be charismatic without building upon inner presence. For example, by relying on high social status. They may be very good looking. They may be very famous. They may have fantastic reputation, great wealth, all of the above, I suppose. An impressive job title and a very large, plush office. People will play on that. However, that's only half of the story. You see, those things there will give an air of authority and superiority and specialness in the eyes of those they meet, which can include us. So what I'm saying here is there is a bit of collusion here between the person who's got these good looks or fame and so forth and the people who project this image of superiority and specialness, which is us. And sometimes we do that because we've got certain hopes we feel we can't realize on our own, or certain fears. And to be blunt, sometimes we project this stuff onto somebody because we are not prepared to take responsibility for our lives, for solving our problems. You solve this financial crisis, Mr. Prime Minister. It's nothing to do with me, that sort of thing. So it's a double effect. That's one way of appearing charismatic. You have these various assets, and then other people magnify it. Well, there is another way, and it is to act impressively. Some people do act. It is an act. They learn to wear the right clothes, walk in the right way, uh, say the right things, talk in memorable sound bites, and learn the skills of avoiding tough questions. Evading tough questions, actually, would be a better word. And, of course, you can combine both. But that is charisma without presence. What I'm saying is that presence is essentially being who you are. It's letting the real you flow and trusting yourself. It's not an act. It's you. But it's actually quite 
dangerous for us, many of us feel, to be the real us. What will people think? It doesn't need, presence doesn't need social status. It doesn't need people to project ideas onto us. So when you meet a person of presence, and let's say you know nothing about them, so the social status, the reputation thing hasn't gone before them, you meet a person of presence, and guess what? You will know there is something exceptional about this person. So really what I'm saying is presence, in my opinion, in my view, is deeper, it's more powerful, it's more durable than charisma.